Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the MetPro Method. Today, I get to talk about one of my favorite topics or complete nemesis, depending on how you look at it, sugar, and not just because of its sweet, sweet taste, but also because of its fascinating effects on our bodies and our brains. Now, we all know that sugar is addictive, but have you ever wondered why? Well, today we're doing this podcast a little different because I'm just going to talk to you all alone about sugar. We're going to dive deep into the science behind sugar addiction, and we're going to explore some of the surprising ways that sugar can affect both your body and your brain. So buckle up and get ready. Here we go into the world of sugar addiction. Well, let me tell you a story about a time when I first learned the addictive power of sugar. Back when I was a teenager, I used to drink a lot of soda. Now, my soda of choice was Mountain Dew. And I, as a teenager, thought that quote unquote diet soda was bad for you. So we're not talking diet. We're talking straight up Mountain Dew tons of it. That's how I stayed awake through high school and my first year of college. I thought it was harmless. I did notice, though, that I had started to feel sluggish the more I used it. Like the more I had, the more sluggish and bloated I felt. So I had a friend who was studying nutrition at the time. This is in college. And they told me something that really shocked me. And that was that a single can of soda contains more sugar than the daily recommended amount for women. I couldn't believe it. Now, that got me to thinking, why do we crave sugar so much? And why does it seem like we can't get enough of it, even when we know it's not good for us? I still struggle with that to this day by the way. Well, the thing is, there's a lot more to sugar addiction than just a sweet tooth. And it all starts with how our brains are wired. Our brains are actually hardwired to seek out and crave certain things that are essential for our survival. You see, our brains are hardwired to seek out and crave foods that are essential for our survival, just like food, water, and sex. When we indulge in these foods or these activities, our brains actually release a cascade of pleasure-inducing chemicals like dopamine, and that makes us want to have those foods or indulge in those activities over and over again. So specifically, when we look at sugar, here's what happens. When we eat sugary foods, our brains get that same rush of pleasure-seeking chemicals. I'm sorry, pleasure-inducing chemicals. But unlike other essential things like food and water, sugar is something that we can easily overeat. In fact, studies have actually shown that sugar can be even more addictive than cocaine. Now, I have heard this statistic before. I've read this statistic before, and I know that it sounds crazy. It seems hard to believe, but the science is clear. Sugar is, the, is a very powerful drug, and it can easily hijack our brains and leave us craving more. But it doesn't just affect our brains. It also can have serious physical effects on our bodies. 
just like cocaine. (laughs) When we eat too much sugar, it can cause our blood sugar levels to spike. Then they crash and that leads to feelings of fatigue and irritability. So I want to stop there for a moment and talk about blood sugar. Our bodies need glucose to function properly. And that's why we have insulin, which is a hormone that helps regulate our blood sugar levels. So when we eat foods that are high in sugar or high in carbohydrates, our bodies then they produce a surge of insulin and that helps regulate these levels. But if we eat too much sugar or carbs, then our bodies can release too much insulin. That then in turn creates a rapid drop in blood sugar levels. So this is where the sugar cravings come in because when our blood sugar levels take a dip, our bodies start to crave a quick fix. And that typically comes from sugary snacks or drinks. So our brains associate the sugar with a quick energy source. And so it's no wonder that we get these intense cravings for a candy bar or soda. And the thing is, the the really big kicker, if you do eat or have too much sugar, even if it's in the form of a drink, the processed carbohydrates, any of it, it only perpetuates the cycle because now you're getting the spike in insulin levels and then it's followed by a crash in blood sugar all over again. So the cycle just keeps going. It keeps perpetuating. Then we have another craving. We eat more. Rinse, repeat, right? So how do we break the cycle? How do we get control over our sugar cravings? And I feel like this is especially important during times in the year when we're going to a lot of events where there are cookies, where there's candy, where there's pie, uh, that would be my family's house during the holiday season. So one of the ways that you can actually get control over the cravings is actually to eat more, more complex carbohydrates. And those are like what's found in fruits, what's found in vegetables and whole grains Those kinds of carbohydrates, they provide this nice, slow, steady source of glucose to the body, which in turn has a slow, steady source to your blood sugar levels, right? And consuming protein and healthy fats help regulate the blood sugar levels as well. And that in turn reduces sugar cravings. So another way to say it is the more even that we can keep your blood sugar levels, the more you're not going to have cravings. Protein and healthy fats. Why did we bring that up? Well, at MetPro, we are always encouraging people to have your carbs, your protein and your fats all at the same time, because the protein and the fats help absorb the sugar. They're they're pulling some of that intensity of the carbohydrates down so that it's it's more neutral. In addition to that, having those complex carbohydrates like your fruits and your vegetables and your whole grains, that's all going to take the edge off of those high levels hitting your blood sugar at the same time. So, another strategy is is to find in ways to indulge in treats without relying on sugar. So, One example is to try making your own healthy desserts, 
with like natural sugars such as honey or maple syrup. You could also try satisfying your sweet tooth with fruit instead of candy, candy or pastries. Now, I realize that that seems like a big jump and it does take a couple of days if you are super addicted to the sugar it's going to couple take a couple days to get out of your system but if you usually do something like reach for a candy bar you could have a piece of fruit you could even have some raw vegetables with some hummus and it does actually satisfy your cravings without causing the sugar crash and if you can do that for a couple days you will find that you're going to feel better in the long run, because you're not going to be up and down with the energy spikes. The other thing that you can do is to actually eat more throughout the day all together. It helps beat your cravings. So another thing we do at MetPro is we have our clients often eat five meals a day. So three real meals and then two snacks. Each of those, as I mentioned before, is going to have your carbs, your protein and your fat. So one of the benefits of eating more often is that it helps keep your metabolism revved. And as part of that process in your body that's occurring, it's also going to keep your blood sugar even. The timing is every two and a half to three hours you're eating, and that keeps that blood sugar nice and even. So when you kind of take a step back and you think about how do I do this, the, the way that you do it is to fill up your pantry, fill up your kitchen with alternatives, get rid of all of the sugar so it's not even an option, and eat before you're starving. Eat every two and a half to three hours. If you then look at food, <laughs> you're not going to be starving when you look at it and that craving is going to be way down. So I know that cutting out sugar altogether can feel daunting. Again, I struggle with this even now, but it is worth it because when you gradually reduce your sugar intake over time and then you find better, healthier ways to indulge in your sweet tooth, you feel so much better physically and mentally. You don't get this crash after you eat the sugar. You don't feel bloated and heavy. You don't feel any of that after having a piece of fruit or some vegetables. Um, and I, for a long time, didn't realize that eating the carbs and vegetables can be just as satisfying if it's the vegetable that you enjoy. And it might take some trial and error. You're not going to like every single vegetable. But I found that I was I liked things that I had never tried before. Um, I turn out turns out I actually love sweet potatoes. I did not know that I love sweet potatoes. And in fact, I would much prefer sweet potatoes that are cut up into french fries and put in the air fryer over regular potatoes. Eggplant cooked in the air fryer is really, really good, especially with a little bit of salt on it. Just like anything you do in life, it's going to take some time and effort to break the sugar addiction. Those first couple of days, you might even get a headache. You might even feel kind of not great. But after you get past those withdrawal symptoms and you stick with it, the rewards definitely are worth it. You do feel more energized. You feel more focused and you definitely feel healthier overall. One of the things I was most surprised at whenever I first started eating five times a day was that I no longer needed a second cup of coffee for years, my entire adult life. I have had one in the morning, maybe two, and then I've definitely had another cup of coffee at 3 p.m. And I never need to do that anymore. I feel so much better. So there you have it. That's the scoop on sugar addiction. 
We covered the brain science, covered the physical effects. I hope all this has helped. I hope it's been informative and eye-opening for you. And hopefully it inspires you to give some thought to your own sugar consumption. That's all for this week, listeners. You can find all the MetPro Method episodes anywhere you get podcasts, or you can go to metpro.co slash podcast. Please be sure to follow the show and rate and review. That lets other people know what they can expect from the show. You can learn more about MetPro at metpro.co. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe, and I will be back next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key.